This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to be talking about the biggest business that there is, and that's that little bitty company called Amazon. (laughs) And more importantly, how you, dear listeners, dear viewers, every single one of you could be selling products on Amazon, and which is a really cool and scary concept to even think about because it's like, oh my God, how could I be an Amazon person? Um, You know, we all know, or many of us know that we could be Amazon affiliates. I'm an Amazon affiliate when I promote the books that that our guests have. You know, if I I am an affiliate, I get a little percentage anytime uh, somebody buys one of the books using my link. That's pretty easy to do, but how on earth do you actually sell products on Amazon? And so please join me in welcoming our guest today, Dan Meadows, who is going to talk to us about how to do that. So welcome, Dan. Hey, thanks for having me on the show, Deb. I, I, love, I look forward to this one. You know, it's going to be so much fun because this really is a subject that is so interesting to me. You know, I am one of those people that, you know, I, you could make memes about me. My There's always usually an Amazon box on my front porch waiting for an Amazon delivery today. Um, you know, and, and but the, then, of course, there is that how on earth did people get their stuff there thought process. Um, so before we, we go, let me uh, tell people just a little bit about you. So Dan Medora started out working a regular day job in a small town in Kentucky. In 2011, he began selling on Amazon with only $600 and grew it into a multi-million dollar business in just a few short years. Today, he owns a business that has sold over 500,000 products on Amazon, done well over $20 million in sales, has generated millions in profit, And get this, folks, he only works one hour per week due to the unique business model he created that allows him to almost completely automate the entire business. Dan now uses his freedom to teach people all over the world his exclusive business model through his elite online training program known as the Wholesale Formula. So again, Dan, welcome. Thanks for having me on. I really do look forward to sharing this. You know, and as I was reading up, uh, you know, looking at your websites and things like that, of course, one of the biggest things for you was to be able to spend time with your family. Um, You know, and and I think that's so true of many people. They realize, you know, there there is no such thing as the work-life balance. We need to just stop using that term, you know, because it's, there's not, you're either working or you're maybe trying to squish in having a life. Um, And it doesn't matter if you own your own business or if you work for someone else, it is very difficult to have that balance and to be able to, you know, you want to spend time with your kids, with your spouse, doing things that are fun, let's be honest, you know, or if you're a little bit more mature, you might have grandkids you're wanting to spend time with, or you're wanting to try travel. You know, and, and so that's what I liked about your model is the fact that it can take as little or as many hours as you really want to put into it. But the cool thing is if you get it going right, 
it takes fewer hours. You know, as, as I mentioned in your bio, you spend a week doing this and you still are extremely successful at it. Oh, for sure. No, I mean, but it, it wasn't always that way. Right, I mean, it's right. a, and this is know, not it, an overnight success thing. <laughs> no, no, by, by no means. But no, that's the beauty of this business model specifically is it's very, very process oriented. Mm-hmm. And that means you can you can either outsource and or automate in a lot right. of fashions mm-hmm. to be able to kind of engineer the job mm-hmm. that you engineer the job or business that you want. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing for me is I, it's kind of it's kind of funny like how I've uh, you know evolved over the years in terms of my mindset towards business. Originally, uh, you know, I, I was like, you know what, I want to have a gigantic business that mm-hmm. does hundreds of millions of dollars right. in sales mm-hmm. and. And that was kind of like the trajectory and, and path we were on for a minute. And then I, it really did. It just, it, it just kind of hit me that the, the special thing mm-hmm. isn't, isn't the money that a business provides. It's the freedom that the business right. provides. Mm-hmm. And um, my, you know, my little girls, uh, I, I just, I, I wanted to be able to find a way to be able to spend more time with them. And that's what this model has given me. Mm-hmm. It's given me a way to uh, kind of just, you know, be able to live, uh, live life, uh, on my terms, relatively mm-hmm. speaking. Right. Um, you know, and of course, the cool thing about Amazon is it is set up to allow people to do this. Um, you know, I don't know if that was originally, well, actually, originally their intent was obviously books. We're going to sell books. We're going to sell books out of a garage. You know, if I love the commercials now that are showing, you know, these businesses started in somebody's garage and Amazon was, was one of those, Um, you know, and, and then they, they slowly expanded and then they hit on the secret sauce and that's the third party vendors, Um, you know, which is, is what you are. You know, you're not an employee of Amazon. You're not selling Amazon products. You're selling through Amazon. And so that's, that is the cool part. No, I mean, that's, that's the, that was the game changer Mm -hmm. is Amazon developed the marketplace. Right. And, you know, there's, I think there's multiple different or or a couple different perceptions about, uh, you know, Amazon, uh, the the thought of being an Amazon seller, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's either, I'm, wow, I'm just a, I'm just, you know, a little, it's little old me. I can't compete. Mm-hmm. That's one thought. Right. Um, and, because and, and, they have billions of products. Right. But that's that the depth of their marketplace just for, just allows it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, whenever we got started and there's a, you know, we know a lot of people like us that had mm-hmm. that similar situation that got started with $500 with, mm-hmm. you know, the, the books they had on their shelf mm-hmm. and, and it just kind of made a, kind of made a run at it. And, and then you have the other perception of, you know, it's kind of just a, a lot, a lot of people would see it maybe as a, as a small side hustle mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it, it, it can far eclipse that as well. Mm-hmm. It's that's, that's the, that's the beauty of that, that, um, that Amazon's created with their FBA system. Mm-hmm. It lets, you know, it lets me access their scale and mm-hmm. use it as I need it mm-hmm. because they're not trying to, you know, th- and they don't charge me more for using it less. That's the beauty right. mm-hmm. is it's scaled to provide value to their customer mm-hmm not necessarily to the seller, but mm-hmm. it just happens to make it so easy for the seller mm-hmm. to be able to work through their system. Right. Um, but no, I mean, there are, there are Amazon third-party sellers and third-party vendors at multiple uh, mm-hmm. that do north of $100 million mm-hmm. per year. So, I mean, it's a, it can be a massive business. And, you know, it, it's, it's kind of funny. We've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs and we've kind of seen that entire spectrum, right? Like I've seen 70-year-old, 70-year-old people who just wanted to make an extra, you know, an extra $5,000 a month and they didn't scale it, uh, you know, to, to any level uh, outside mm-hmm. of just themselves. Right. Um, and then I've seen people 
like that, that have come through that have come through with us and have grown multiple seven and eight figure businesses mm-hmm. because that you know Amazon has afforded them that opportunity. Right. So you're exactly right. I mean, mm-hmm. Amazon, uh, the the third party system was the game changer. If you look at what it did to e commerce in general, um, it, you know, before this, like Amazon had to leverage their their uh, Cash flow. They had to manage. They they had to manage their their you know their outstanding balances right. and and it, like it a was a standard nightmare. business, mm-hmm. right? Just like a normal business. Mm-hmm. But where they hit that cheat button is whenever they started letting third party sellers mm-hmm. sell the products. They don't have to carry those cost of goods. Right. They're just like it just freed up so through. much mm-hmm. cash flow, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's you know I think that's a lot of what helped them accelerate past mm-hmm. people in that model. Mm-hmm. And you know and a lot of people don't know this, uh, but. Uh, it was it was kind of funny in Amazon's quarterly report. They were talking about that you know I, I think it was fifty five percent of sales mm-hmm. are are now take place from third party third right. party vendors. Mm-hmm. It's you know they're Amazon's not even the biggest seller or uh, well, the biggest seller on the platform, but they're not uh, they don't outperform the third party mm-hmm. sellers anymore. Right. And that's a big that that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And then you you know if you look at it from the perspective of uh, that you know a- Amazon. It's more, much more profitable for them to let third-party sellers sell their right. products than for Amazon to sell themselves. Mm-hmm. Like if Amazon has to compete, um, you know, price-wise to to be able to make their products mm-hmm. comparable with Walmart. K, mm-hmm. you know, K, I, well, I almost said Kmart, and they're not even a thing. <laughs> Target. I don't Talk think anybody's about competing that with Kmart. Somebody didn't follow the, the trend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, but you know, they uh, they have to make their prices competitive, mm-hmm. and and that generally results in one to three percent margins for them. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I sell a product. They, you know, they, their typical cut is 15% depending Mm -hmm. on the category. Mm -hmm. So it's much more advantageous for them to just Mm -hmm. let me sell their products. And uh, I think that's been a big part of why the, why the marketplace has grown as Mm -hmm. as much as it has is Amazon's very incentivized Mm -hmm. to continue to, to push growth for third party sellers because it, you know, it's, it effectively allows them to expand their entire marketplace Mm -hmm. without having to invest uh, into the physical products that they're selling. Right. You know, and it's interesting. I was telling you before the program started, I have another guest who we're talking about Amazon with them also, from, but from a different perspective. And it's how Amazon does business and how they're so successful. And one of the things that I found fascinating with that is the fact that Amazon has very high standards for the third-party sellers because it's their reputation. I mean, you know, a, a good portion of people probably have absolutely no idea that they're not buying from Amazon. Sure. Um, and so they, you know, they don't want vendors who are consistently getting poor ratings, not fulfilling things, you know, not sure. shipping on time, you know, we, all of those various things. And, you know, and, and so they, you know, they're going to, to maintain that good reputation by making sure that their third party sellers maintain those good reputations also. Sure, and a lot of those problems are, are definitely solved through their FBA mm-hmm. system, and that was right. the real big evolution. Mm-hmm. So, what is FBA? So, FBA is is a term that means fulfillment by Amazon. Okay. And what that means is, third party vendors are allowed to send their products to Amazon's fulfillment centers, mm-hmm. where Amazon employees will store the products, pull, pack, and ship orders, and then provide customer service afterwards. Right. So, what it does is it really streamlines uh, our ability to. To, to grow like mm-hmm. it, you know if if we would have had to ship our owners like mm-hmm. before I you know before I started this business um, in college I had ran an eBay store and it was actually pretty successful mm-hmm. I mean it, you know it did uh, probably did a couple hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. a year in sales um, 
And it, you know, the, the, the problem was, is it was just an absolute nightmare packing, shipping orders, answering customer messages. Right. And, uh, you know, as a one man operation, I just couldn't scale past that. Right. And then to, well, to, and just keeping the inventory, which I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, you know, so I would get this product. I'd have it all in my basement. Sure. I'd have to pack. Do I get Amazon boxes? I mean, I, no, Amazon does all that for you. Right. And so, you know, the kind of the way our business works now is we work directly with manufacturers um, and they'll either ship the products. We, we, well, directly with manufacturers and brands mm-hmm. and they ship the products either to Amazon directly mm-hmm. or to a third party prep center that mm-hmm. prepares our products and, mm-hmm. you know, make sure they're, they're not going to get damaged in mm-hmm. shipment to, to or from Amazon. And then they ship it directly to Amazon. So like the products that we carry now, we, we actually donate, you know, we've not received them in over a year and a half. I've not mm-hmm. seen one. Um, so, so it, it has been an interesting change of pace, but that FBA model, like the, the fact that, you know, when they started incorporating that in, into their system is, is really what brought a lot of sellers to the platform mm-hmm. because now they don't have to, you know, you don't have to create all this scale. You don't have to buy all right. this equipment to ship all these orders. Mm-hmm. You don't have to hire employees. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have that big warehouse or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, you know, we, we have a, just a, a downtown office and run a multiple million dollar Amazon business out mm-hmm. of it. Like you would never assume that we're a physical product right. business. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the, but that's, that's what FBA did mm-hmm. is it let your average person compete like a giant store. Right. And that, that's, you know, that was whenever, whenever we found Amazon or like whenever I found Amazon, like Amazon obviously existed, but I didn't even know you could sell on there. Right. And yeah. We all, like I said, we all assume it's, Amazon who's selling. Right. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even, you know, I didn't even know you could sell in there until 2011. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's, that's when I got started and I, I found out and I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And my, my buddy was telling me about it and I was like, that's, uh, you know, eBay, eBay sucked for me. Like I, I hated shipping all mm-hmm. the orders and right. I don't have time. Like, right. Uh, and they're and he, dealing with returns and ugh, ugh, yeah. mm-hmm. ugh. right. And he was like, but it, yeah, you don't even have to do that, man. You mm-hmm. just ship everything to Amazon and they do it for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Ha. Like right. so, that like piqued our interest, and we started researching it more, mm-hmm. and, and didn't really get started for a while. But it was, I think, we ended up getting started in maybe July of 2011, mm-hmm. and that was, you know, through through retail arbitrage. And it was kind of funny because the the same guy that told us about it, like in July, he came into the to the office, and he was like, "Hey, man, um, yeah, it's like I was just going, I was just going to let you know, I was I was turning on my notice." And this guy had like a six-figure job in, uh-huh. in Corbin, Kentucky, which is, you know, there, there's right. not a lot of those. No, no. And um, I, I was like, so what are you doing? He was like, mm-hmm. you know, the Amazon stuff I showed you, man, I'm just, I make more money doing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm just going to sit at home and, and do that. And then just, you know, I, I, I don't, don't enjoy coming to work necessarily. Right. <laughs> so, and I was like, wow, this is super awesome, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he showed us a lot, he, you know, he t- kind of took us out for a little field trip and showed us exactly what he was mm-hmm. doing. And I, it made me so excited to see it in action mm-hmm. that like me, me and my, it, it, at the time, me and my business partner, Eric, uh, we were, I, I was talking to him and I was like, we got to try this just to see if we can even sell an item. Right. Mm-hmm. So like that night we went out and we found like a product perfect in the parameters. And mm-hmm. I even remember what it was. It was a, a Disney Cars, a little Disney Cars uh, thing. And it was the, I think they were at the time uh, $2.87 at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And we there were like 15 or 20 of this one guy, and his name was Shu Todoroki. 
and we bought them all, like all mm-hmm. 15 or 20. And I was like, there's literally no way this is going to sell like right. in any reasonable mm-hmm. amount of time, you know, cause, cause we like when we scanned the product, it said it was selling for like either 15 or $16. Whoa. And I was like, yeah, like these people aren't walking it, you mm-hmm. know, they're not paying $16. Right. Really. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we went home, we, we shipped, uh, shipped in our first little shipment of two shoe Todorokais and the day it got received, like it was just like sale, 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 sale. And we mm-hmm. sold out in hours Ooh. and I was like, Whoa, <laughs> like just imagine that. I mean, just mm-hmm. imagine going into a, going into a Walmart and spending $50 mm-hmm. and it turning in after fees and stuff. Like it was, you know, it was probably 200 or 220 wow. bucks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it literally just blew our mind that mm-hmm. not only did, not only did we not have to work a whole lot in this mm-hmm. process as far as like getting the products there and, you know, packing individual orders and that mm-hmm. kind of craziness, but more importantly that they had the customer base to literally sell a product for, you know, five X what you could buy mm-hmm. it in, uh, in a Walmart for right. in a matter of hours. Mm-hmm. And like we went crazy. Like we just went around all the time. Like we'd get off work. We would go shop and we would at weekend, we would go shop and like, and uh, you know, even with that little $600 credit card, just, you know, buying, maxing it out, mm-hmm. shipping all the product in. And then like we had a debit card because we were getting more cash than right. we could pay on mm-hmm. our credit card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we were running both of them. We'd max mm-hmm. out our little credit card and, and tap our debit card account and just go out and spend money and, mm-hmm. And just buy all these little products and send them into Amazon. And within, you know, it was about December and it's, it's kind of interesting. You know, it was looking back, I guess it was really fortunate, but in December alone, we did $50,000 in sales. Wow. And (laughs) it was, uh, you know, which was super, super awesome. Mm -hmm. But like, that was a, it was like probably, uh, it made me confident. It it made me confident that it was sustainable. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And it came at a time like I actually needed it. That was, uh, I, I, I got fired from my job in December. Uh, like it was uh, just a few days before Christmas too. Mm-hmm. And I just oh. had, like, it was a nightmare. Like mm-hmm. I, I just had my, my, my daughter, um, she, she was a year old mm-hmm. and, um, we, uh, we had just put like, you know, I had a great job for what it's mm-hmm. worth. Like, you know, I, I made, uh, uh pretty substantial salary, mm-hmm. but I was always one of the people like it was, it was crazy. Like my mom uh, got ravaged by credit card debt mm-hmm. and I've always been so fearful mm-hmm. of debt. And I'd all, you know, so I'd always bought everything in cash. Like mm-hmm. I bought my car. Um, I, I bought my house, mm-hmm. but before I'd gotten fired, like I had a bunch of things that had just like come up. I pay my wife's student loans off. Mm-hmm. Um, and before like I'd gotten terminated, my, I had to replace my roof on my house. I of had course. to, Mm-hmm. Um, replace our HVAC and it was just, it had literally just crushed my bank account. Like right. I, I had, you know, your savings a, a went a couple thousand dollars in there and got terminated and, and was like, Oh wow. And I remember the, the feeling of, I just went to the, we had rented this little downtown office because I didn't want to like pack my house full of all this, you know, mm-hmm. crap we were selling on Amazon. And I like just cried for hours mm-hmm. and was just terrified. And, and um, but I, I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, it's working. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she, at, at the end of the day, it's working. And and now look at all the time you can dedicate to it. Right. So, uh, it, you know, I was, I was, but still I was, I was it's so scary. like mm-hmm. so ashamed that I'd been fired. Like mm-hmm. I went home and I was talking to my wife and I told her I'd quit. 
And I was really excited about this Amazon thing. Like I was feigning that like mm-hmm. mega uh, and she looked at you confidence. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you should really just go get your job back. And it, you know, it, it hurt so much because I couldn't. Right. And I was like, no, no, we got this. Like, mm-hmm. it's really not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And you know, for the next, for the next year, I mean, it was, if there was hours in the day we were working, mm-hmm. I mean, it was out shopping in stores, mm-hmm. uh, for, for, you know, five and six days on at a time. Mm-hmm. Like we would, just, because in Kentucky, you know, there's not an abundance of stores like my no. closest. So you're driving, mm-hmm. right? like my closest targets an hour and 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we had to just drive to major cities and we Mm -hmm. would stay there for multiple days and Mm -hmm. fill up a van and come back. And, you know, then we would take like a day and go spend with our daughters and Mm -hmm. our families and come back and then just ship everything out and go do it again. Mm -hmm. And that first year we ended up doing about $860,000 in sales Mm -hmm. with really good margins. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like our profits were probably in the 200 to 250 Mm -hmm. range. So we had, you know, those six figure mm-hmm. salaries, mm-hmm. but we, but you we, were killing yourself. We were killing ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then it was, you know, that, but that was like the, we were at the, at the time we were just paying ourselves nothing. Mm-hmm. Like we were reinvesting every mm-hmm. dollar we right. had back into our business. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, you know, if on the home front, it was tough because we were living on, on, uh, you know, much less than we had been used to. Mm-hmm. And then. But, but the business was growing. And we, so me and Eric really decided we were going to push ourselves the next year even mm-hmm. harder. And we ended up, and this was the crazy part. And this is like kind of what led to our, our, our big change, I think, in, in terms of uh, moving, moving business models. Because retail arbitrage is great. Like you can, I think anybody, like if anybody wants to make a, you know, a few thousand dollars, they could probably do it just going in stores and mm-hmm. shopping and, and selling stuff on Amazon. Um, but you know, it, it was for us, it was, it wasn't trying to make a few thousand dollars. It was mm-hmm. literally trying to provide um, a, a full on living for, for mm-hmm. our families. Right. So like we ended up just killing ourselves even more than that next year. Mm-hmm. And we did 940,000 in sales. Wow. And, but, but it's like, you know, even all that extra effort was just this much extra mm-hmm. revenue. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I remember it was, it, you know, it was on, uh, uh, Thanksgiving. I, w- I was like sitting there and I was getting ready to leave because Thanksgiving's like the biggest shopping day of the year. Right. Mm-hmm. If you do retail arbitrage, you have to be out there. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so, you know, for whenever, whenever Thanksgiving would come around, we would literally work and, and not like we would rent multiple vehicles, mm-hmm. park them in strategic, lo- strategic areas, and then go into stores and like buy out stores as, mm-hmm. as much right. as we could. Yeah. Those and, black Friday sales were made yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely. And and we would spend, you know, we, like 48, 48 hours with mm-hmm. on, on the road, not sleeping in mm-hmm. stores. Like it was, it was crazy. But I remember right before I left, like, you know, they're all getting ready to, to do the Thanksgiving dinner. And I was just like, gosh, I'm mighty. Like, like can't even, can't even right. sit here with can't my even kids. Enjoy like, it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was, it was like, Whenever we were driving that night, usually it was crazy. Like the night, be- the the year before, like we were super hyped, like pumped up, mm-hmm. excited to be out there. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it was like this time we were just talking about our families and how, how we missed them. And um, that was where we, like, we decided we were going to like try other models. And we like tried a whole bunch of stuff and failed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we, uh, the first thing we tried was we, we, we tried a brick and mortar store. Hmm. Uh, we we uh, put a brick and mortar toy store because that was kind of like our our thing our specialty, mm-hmm. 
And you know, what we didn't think about is the fact that Corbin has about 7,000 people and you know, <laughs> uh, only so many toys need to be bought. Specialty mm-hmm. story, toy store, probably not going to be very mm-hmm. successful. And, and we, we didn't, you know, we were still more invested into the online side. So mm-hmm. we didn't, we probably didn't put in all that, all the little extra that makes mm-hmm. those stores successful. Um, but it, it was a, it was like a learning experience. We ended mm-hmm. up selling the, ended up selling that store. And then we started a, a website that sold My Little Pony collectibles. Mm. And it was because we had watched a um, documentary about uh, bronies, mm-hmm. uh, which are like, you know, older guys who are into My Little Pony. And like, okay. Like, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's interesting. We'll say it's interesting. <laughs> See, and I was thinking it was because you had daughters. But <laughs> well, that's how we, well, no, we originally started selling. They, like, it was right. crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we, we would always like scan things that our daughters mm-hmm. would, would be playing with. And like, mm-hmm. sometimes you would find really good items, right. but sometimes my little pony items, like you'd f- see the, you know, the little horse mm-hmm. and the thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes they would sell for like 30, 40, $50. And, right. like, and clearly that's no not for child. a six year old. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we started, that's when we started doing research and we found mm-hmm. the documentary about it. And then we researched and found that they have tons and tons and tons of conventions mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. So we started a website that that uh, sold My Little Pony collectibles and cards and stuff like that, and it you know it actually didn't do bad. Like we ended up selling that one too, uh, and you know I, I, I think we made a little bit of money, but not mm-hmm. much. But it was still just that that you know experience, and mm-hmm. but it was it was dejecting too because mm-hmm. it's like we're we're looking for. Um, you know, the other other ways to generate money so mm-hmm. we don't have to kill ourselves and right. can, can have that freedom that we actually mm-hmm. want. And then we started with uh, another model called Private Label um, on Amazon, mm-hmm. and that is you know looking at a uh, you know that that would be taking a product like Post-its and mm-hmm. making your own version of it mm-hmm. and packaging and brand and mm-hmm. then selling it and. Uh, our first product did incredibly well. Like we absolutely crushed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in about a three month period, we made a, we made like a generic case for Shopkins ah. and we called yeah, it the you are in Kentucky. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we called it, called it. And this was right about the time that, that Shopkins went crazy and we called it the shopkeeper and they didn't mm-hmm. have an official case or anything. Mm-hmm. And while, you know, we couldn't claim Shopkins like, we had, we had built our, our listing around mm-hmm, the back end mm-hmm. terms and all kinds of cool stuff. And, uh, that thing sold like gangbusters. I mean, I, I remember we made about probably 200 or $225,000 or something like that in about three wow. months in, in terms of just profit mm-hmm. from that one item. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, but the, like every single time we tried to replicate it after that, like we were just not successful. Yeah. Like we would lose money and it was just mm-hmm. like, okay, so the problem with the with the private label model for us was I, I just didn't feel like we had the skills to do mm-hmm. it consistently. Like, you know, we could occasionally hit that home run, mm-hmm. but I don't think you can build a business on occasionally hitting home runs. I right. think you have to build a business mm-hmm. on singles mm-hmm. and, and and just playing, you know, mm-hmm. good fundamental or, or just having a good fundamental performing business. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of, you know, while while we did enjoy like the the success that we had with the one product, it just didn't didn't kind of hit mm-hmm. that spot for us. And the next, uh, the next bottle we had, um, we, we tried was wholesale and that's, uh, you know, that's ultimately what we do today, mm-hmm. but it, even that one wasn't easy for us. Mm-hmm. Like we, um, it, you know, whenever we, whenever we got started, we just did everything we did. We, we didn't have a clue really what you mm-hmm. did. 
Like it was, we, we knew that you could buy things from, from suppliers mm-hmm. and sell them. And we didn't really know how to talk. Like we didn't really know how to, to find the suppliers right. or anything mm-hmm. like that. So we could, you know, we did what everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I imagine if I told you, Deb, Hey, can you find some suppliers for stuff? You would probably mm-hmm. go to Google. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we did. Mm-hmm. Well, we, you know, there were at, at the time, like all the information out there that we were finding was like, yeah, just find distributors mm-hmm. and contact those distributors and they'll send you their catalog mm-hmm. and you can see what they carry it and see what works. Right. So we did that a whole bunch of times mm-hmm. and, and you know, they send these like gigantic books of stuff and we're sitting there I like know. manually mm-hmm. plugging things mm-hmm. in and it was a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And you would go through these, you know, it would probably take you know 15 hours, 10 hours to go through mm-hmm. their entire lines and you might find one or two items where you make you know, just nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, gosh, I might be like, what is the problem here? Maybe we have to just do this in person. Mm-hmm. And then we went to ASD, which is like one of the biggest uh, trade shows. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in Las Vegas. And gosh, I might have, that was a disaster. Like, because, you know, when we're, when we're there, we like our strength is not like I'm an in- introverted person. Like, like I'm not going to. Uh, uh, by natural, I'm pretty reserved right. and introverted. Right. So work in a room is pretty it's different. not me. Right. Like, so it, that was the first part. And mm-hmm. then the second component for us was, you know, like we didn't have a giant pile of money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Like we just had what we had and, right. and needed to make it work. Mm-hmm. So before, you know, whenever we were at home, like I would research products mm-hmm. and, and try to like do my due diligence mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, at the show, I, they, they, everybody's just pushing you to place orders. And mm-hmm. we ended up placing a few orders there mm-hmm. and they were just awful. Like we get home by the time the product shows up, we're already underwater mm-hmm. and, and losing money. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, you know, it, it was just crushing at the mm-hmm. time. Like it was just, we can't make this work no matter how hard we try kind of thing. And then I remember, uh, I, uh one of the connections that I had made there, I ended up buying, uh, I, like, there was this product and it looked so good. Um, and like, it was, I was like, Eric, wait, you know, I don't know if this is like, you know, this is inconsistent, but we can, we can crush it with this one. And I made the decision to buy it. And it was like, uh, probably three quarters of the money we had because it was a closeout. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you said, Ooh, and it was for a good reason. Like, so by the time we get this, it was absolutely a disaster. Oh, like, and, I, I was, I was, I was like, what happened? Mm-hmm. So I contacted them and we thought we were buying it all. Like we thought we were buying the full closeout. And we we're just going ah, to be able to, to sell so it. You would be the exclusive, whatever Effectively, it was. Correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, you did buy all of ours, but we only had 20%. Oh man. So 80% was still out there. Yes. And, uh, you know, and, and they probably had better pricing than, than we did. Um, so it, it was absolutely a disaster. Like mm-hmm. not only were we going to be able to sell, not only were it was going to be a, a, a slow sell for us. Like it was going to take forever to just kind of like jockey mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. To, to, to be able to sell them, but we we're going to lose money the whole way. And we needed to recover con- funds quickly. Mm-hmm. Like we had to. Right. And uh, as I remember, I, I was like, I was thinking, this is it. Like we, I've done it. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I've bankrupted us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was, it was crazy. So like, I, I couldn't think of, you know, I asked the vendor if they would take it back or, or work with us and they, they couldn't. Um, and it was, it, I mean, I literally just thought we were going out of business mm-hmm. uh, and I ended up working with, I, I just called liquidators and I was just on the phone constantly just mm-hmm. trying to like come up with somebody and nobody wanted to, to like buy it at a price that would, would, would 
you know, give us anything, any right. kind of reasonable return. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Um, but I remember this one vendor, I was talking to him and I was like, Hey man, like, would you be interested in buying this? And he was like, you know, no, not really. And I was like, what about trade me stuff? Would you just trade me other stuff? Because like, here's the problem. Like, you know, I had one item that I had mm-hmm. thousands and thousands right. and thousands yeah, of that nobody was really wanting. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, if I could trade that, I figured like, you know, he's, he's not going to trade me the best items in the world, right. but mm-hmm. if he'll trade me, you know, 50 of this, 50 mm-hmm. of this, 50 mm-hmm. of this, it was more manageable quantities that I could mm-hmm. actually sell through. And we ended up doing that and, and ah. working it out. Mm-hmm. And it, it probably, that's, that it saved our business. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it, all these failures was, was just like, uh, like it, it felt like nothing would work for us. It mm-hmm. felt like we were literally just doomed to, mm-hmm. to, to have to keep working our, you know, just keep working our butts mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. And that was the only way we were going to make money. But, uh, it, it, like there was a light bulb moment and this is like where we really found our, found our group. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to Eric and I, I like, there was just like an arbitrary product on my desk. And I was like, man. Like the, the frustrating thing is, is like we've done, we've done this whole song and dance. Like we, we mm-hmm. call these distributors, we go to shows, we bought that big close up that almost killed us mm-hmm. um, and, and nothing. And I was like, you know what I want, man? I just want to carry this one product, like mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to go find it through a catalog. Like mm-hmm. I just want to carry this product. Mm-hmm. And Eric was like, well, hmm, let's just call the manufacturer right. or call the brand and see yeah. where. Let's uh, call them direct. <laughs> right. And and see where we could buy this thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, everything we had read just said, go to your distributors. Every mm-hmm. single thing. We had mm-hmm. never thought just, you know, you know and it seems mm-hmm. common that to be mm-hmm. like that. But this was months into this process mm-hmm. that, that we found this little, little little thing. So we called the brand and we were like, uh, yeah, we'd love to we'd love to buy your guys product. Mm-hmm. You know who carries it or how we could do mm-hmm. how, how we could get it. And they were like, well, we could just sell to you directly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they know, don't have, care. They just want to sell it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then, so I like, uh, I asked them what their minimum order is. And, you know, here I'm expecting going to be 30 or $40,000, right. mm-hmm. like some arbitrarily mm-hmm. large amount of money. Mm-hmm. And they were like, uh, $250 is our, is our minimum order for wholesale Whoa. pricing. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, really? Mm-hmm. So they sent over their price list and I mm-hmm. saw like they had a discount at a thousand dollars too. And we ended up placing a, a you know, about a thousand dollars with that first product right. Just and to it test went it swimmingly out. well, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it went swimmingly well. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like it, all we have to do is call people. Like all we now, mm-hmm. now we need to do is, is just find all the brands that we want to mm-hmm. work with. Right. And, uh, and so we were, you know, that was that kind of little, that, 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 that put us off to the races mm-hmm. and gave us, you know, that little bit of momentum, momentum mm-hmm. bump that we needed. Um, and it didn't go perfectly. Like we found, we found other, uh, obstacles mm-hmm. and, and you know, our, our, one of our biggest ones was, uh, that a lot of vendors, like we would reach out to them and they would, would tell us like, you know, we, we already have enough Amazon sellers. We're not really looking for mm-hmm. anybody right now. And, you know, I just be like, ah, mm-hmm. and then you would ring, ring, ring. And you'd hear it again. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. all these products that I want to carry. And, uh, I remember one day it's like, you know, it, it's still at the time we didn't have, uh, a, you know, just like a, a huge amount of money. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. going to be out ordering anybody. I wasn't going to be blowing their socks off. Right. How big my orders were. Mm-hmm. were. So, uh, I, I, I called this one brand or this one brand I'd emailed them and they, they mm-hmm. were like, Hey man, we're not, we're not taking any other Amazon sellers, but this particular product, like I knew it, like, you know, it was something that I personally used mm-hmm. and actually liked it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to call them. Like maybe, mm-hmm. you know, 
whatever. So I call and I, I talked to the, the, the regional sales guy and it was kind of funny at first he was, he was obviously irritated that I didn't take the hint from his email. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember I was like, Hey man, I, you know, I, this is Dan. I'd sent you an email over um, mm-hmm. about carrying your guys products. And you'd mentioned that you weren't looking for any other Amazon sellers. And he was like, yep. And I'm in it. Yeah. And I was like, no, Do I, I need to email it to you again. <laughs> right. Like, you know, it was just, uh, mm-hmm. and I was like, and, and I was like, no, I definitely understand. And he was like, mm-hmm. for what it's worth, man, we have three Amazon sellers currently and they are the best Amazon, you know, they're the, they're the three of the biggest Amazon sellers there are. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like we need any other support. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and at the time, you know, it was either E-Tails, River, Trol- River Colony Trading and, mm-hmm. and somebody else, some other mm-hmm. giant that does a mm-hmm. hundred plus million a year. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was looking at this, uh, this product and I was like, I was like, here's the thing, Bob, like, you know, you, you're right. Like those guys have mm-hmm. all the resources in the world mm-hmm. and they can probably do anything they want for, for any of the brands that they work mm-hmm. with. But I can tell you one thing, they're not doing it for you. Like I can go to your listing and if you want to just take five minutes with me, you could mm-hmm. probably reach out to them and they'll, they'll get this stuff done for you and it'll immediately help your brand and improve mm-hmm. your sales. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just, just go over to your page and I get him on his page and he looks mm-hmm. and he has like one picture and he has, you know, just a couple of sparse bullets and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, all right. I was like, I actually use your product, man. And mm-hmm. like, I know your biggest competitor is this. Mm-hmm. And so you care to go look at their page and he mm-hmm. goes and it's full crazy pictures oh, and mm-hmm. great descriptions mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I was like, so I was like, here's the thing. Like if you were a customer coming to this page, which one would you choose? Right. Not knowing your brand. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I would choose my competitor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so even you, if the competitor costs more, probably. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so like, you're right. You do have the best Amazon sellers, but to them, you're just a number, man. Like right. these guys deal with thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you, you work with a rep mm-hmm. and you know, he's, uh, you know, I'm sure he does a great job, mm-hmm. but he's overworked. Mm-hmm. Like he's, you know, stretched thin. Right. He's got a um, hundred products that he's to dealing support. with. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, so, you know, the difference is, is like, you're mine. Like I, you know, I, 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 you're, I only work with one brand right now, mm-hmm. but you know, you can take this and you can ask them to do it for you. And, you know, I'm sure they'll get it done, mm-hmm. but just remember that every time this comes up, you're going to have to ask for it. Right. Like it's going to be on you to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause and, that's and just how they do business. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you're, you know, you're going to, you're going to have to realize that there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to to do that mm-hmm. to, to reach out to them, and maybe they take care of it, maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. But I can guarantee you, if you work with me, that I'll take care of it, take care of it every single time, mm-hmm. and you won't have to call me and tell me about it. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of it before you ask. Like if you want to work with me on just one order right here, I'll do all this stuff for mm-hmm. you today. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know what, man? Like I really do appreciate this. Mm-hmm. And it, he actually started working with me despite the fact that I had one account mm-hmm. and all of his other sellers did north of a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. per year. Mm-hmm. And that was the most valuable lesson that mm-hmm. I think I've, I've learned is, you know, you know, if you, if you look back at that particular conversation I had with that vendor, it wasn't very good. It was rocky and we were bouncing around mm-hmm. and I was super nervous. And, um, but uh, I, I did one thing and it was, I, I, I found a way to actually help this guy other mm-hmm. than with my wallet. Right. And that was what he appreciated mm-hmm. was he appreciated the fact that, you know, it wasn't just me trying to place an order. Mm-hmm. It was, I legitimately want, I want to grow together. And that was mm-hmm. the mentality that, that, uh, that, that we, we, we started taking forward. Mm-hmm. So like our business model now is we work directly with brands. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, instead of, instead of trying to, 
you know, knock their socks off. Like, I don't want to work with Nike. I have no interest in it. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in working with, you know, Sony, Apple, mm-hmm. these mega brands. Right. Because it's not a person, you know, I can't have mm-hmm. a personal uh, connection with them. No, no. Because they're too big. Right. Mm-hmm. But what we learned is, you know, particularly with these small brands, with, mm-hmm. with the smaller brands, you know, your more mom and pop style mm-hmm. stuff that you can develop a real connection. And mm-hmm. in, you know, these changes that I make on Amazon, like it may, it may change their sales a quarter million dollars in the course mm-hmm. of a year. Right. Which to, you know, to Nike, that's nothing. Like yeah, they, that that's, that's an ad buy for half a day. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but to these smaller businesses, and you know, this is what we've seen time and time again, is it means a world of difference. Mm-hmm. Like that's employees they're able to hire. Right. That's, you know, growth or, or new projects they're able mm-hmm. to take on to start growing their business. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that, that was... That was the part that not only did it work, that it was that I find a lot of a, a lot of satisfaction from the mm-hmm. fact that it worked, like because people respond to you trying to help them mm-hmm. it, just naturally, right? You know, so it does work. Whenever mm-hmm. we whenever we reach out to vendors, like I, you know, I, I contact a vendor, I do my best to do homework, and mm-hmm. I, I talk to them about the specific challenges they face, mm-hmm. and how I can help them, mm-hmm. and that's my that's my sales process. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I, I'm not like. Uh, uh, used car salesman trying to right. trying to right. talk them into mm-hmm. doing business. Mm-hmm. I just try to educate, mm-hmm. and you know it, it. You know, so I got the satisfaction from it working. But more importantly, like I get a communicate. You know, I get communication like from all my vendors that mm-hmm. tell me how 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 well we're doing and mm-hmm. how it's changing their business. So it's being able to make an impact there mm-hmm. as well. Right, it, you it, become a huge. partner with them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's actually funny that that's what we, we, we don't like to be a seller. We like to be a partner. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's, that's kind of the mentality we created. Mm-hmm. And then the wholesale formula. So that's, you know, that, that's kind of the, the nuts and bolts story of our mm-hmm. Amazon business, mm-hmm. but the wholesale formula got started in, in 2015. Mm-hmm. And that was our, that's our, that's our training course that, mm-hmm. that teaches people how to create a business using this, using the same model mm-hmm. that we actually use. And it was funny. One of my buddies, uh, was in town and he came by our, our warehouse and he's a, dig- he's a digital marketer. Like mm-hmm. he, he has a great story too. I, you know, he was a, a teacher and, and then he, he, him and his wife were both teachers and they actually left their jobs to, to become digital marketers and mm-hmm. did really, really well. Um, but he was in our warehouse and I remember, um, that he, he was looking there and he, he was like, man, like, you should teach people how to do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who would want to know how to like run a grimy warehouse? Because at the time, you know, we still had our warehouse. Right. And, uh, like now we don't. And, and mm-hmm. it's a lot more, you know, it's a lot more fulfilling for me mm-hmm. now that mm-hmm. we don't have to see products and be in that kind of like mm-hmm. more. And, uh, you know, that wasn't the environment I actually mm-hmm. wanted to be in either. But uh, I was like, who would want to know how to do this? And he was mm-hmm. like, I promise, man, like crazy amounts of people mm-hmm. uh, would, would be interested. So we, we ended up just reading, uh, like reading a book about how to put together a course. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was uh, the, the product launch formula book that by Jeff Walker. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, it, we put together our course and it was kind of funny because I remember that night whenever we, we went to launch and, and our card opened and I was like, man, if we sell one, we got to drink, we, we got to crack a bottle of champagne. <laughs> And if we sell five, we got to make it a bottle of Cristal just because Ooh, it's an mm-hmm. ultimate success, right? Right, right. Like that was our, that was our barrier for mm-hmm. barrier for success. Mm-hmm. So like we hit the button and the sales page goes live mm-hmm. and crashes because there was oh. so much traffic headed there. <laughs> nice. The, uh, 
Yeah. So we ended up crushing that within the, mm-hmm. you know, the first hour we had sold mm-hmm. 40 or 50. And mm-hmm. um, I think that launch, we ended up uh, maybe having 120 to 150 mm-hmm. people that ended up buying our course. Wow. And uh, so, it, so you know, it's an online course, I'm assuming. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, you know, it's just, it, it was kind of, it was kind of crazy because we didn't actually think it would work. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then, you know, the course is real and, it, you know, people are going through and they ask questions and mm-hmm. we would answer them inside of our community and mm-hmm. like just that, that kind of, kind of crazy, mm-hmm. uh, fun atmosphere. And I remember like, it was like, we got really close to, to particularly mm-hmm. everybody because it's such a small group and is, this is the very first time mm-hmm. we'd ever done anything like this too. And we saw that there was a lot of chatter about going to ASD and, it was kind of funny because, you know, our, our experience at the previous ASD like, was a nightmare. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, would, would, we should just go, though, and just hang out. Mm-hmm. Like, if nothing else, just go, go meet the people. Right. And it was like at that, uh, we, we, we scheduled a dinner there, and we just went to dinner with everybody mm-hmm. um, that, that showed up. And there was this one lady that was there. Her name was Cheryl. And uh, I remember just like, it, it was like, this is what made it like, it started to make it beyond just, you know, associating mm-hmm. a profile, a Facebook profile with something. And she like asked me all these, she was asking me all these questions and I would always see her post the group and stuff. And she was mm-hmm. a really smart lady, but she's not having confidence. Like mm-hmm. that was her thing is, and you know, so she was like, I, you know, I just don't know how I can be successful. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I try to do everything the way it is. And I was like, the, the difference is, is you don't believe you can do it. Mm-hmm. Like when you call people, they hear it. Right. There's like, that little go, hesitation. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, you know, you're not, you're, you're not, they're not, they don't believe that you can help them because mm-hmm. you don't believe it. Right. And if you can solve that, you can do this. Mm-hmm. So she went home and she said she like decided one day that she was just going to go all out, do the, do her best to help the people and figure it out afterwards. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, so she did, and she ends up getting an account and that account uh, now makes her over $300,000 in profit a year, that one account. Mm-hmm. And I remember, so I, I go to the next conference because a lot of our people were going there mm-hmm. and she like runs up to me and she was crying. And then she like told me her backstory and it was just like crazy. It, it, you know, it was really impressive mm-hmm. is she was a, you know, this lady had, had worked for this uh, like event planning company for mm-hmm. years and was an executive there. And they had had gotten laid off mm-hmm. from her job, and and just went through some some horrible struggles, mm-hmm. and had was uh, had moved back in with her mother, and you know this was the last resort she had, mm-hmm. like she you know it was it was literally last resort, mm-hmm. and I remember just just thinking like wow like you know that's that's the impact we can mm-hmm. have, right? And that's where, um. You know, and then it then it became a lot more about like focusing our uh, fo- building our, our our Amazon business around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we had a lot of systems and and things like that, and we had working less hours, but our goal was to work no hours so we could mm-hmm. really invest into mm-hmm. helping other people. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, so that that was where we really really focused on putting a lot of those SOPs and processes in place mm-hmm. and, and have scaled. Like, you know, down to honestly, like an, like an hour, hour a week is, is we have a weekly meeting mm-hmm. where our, our team, you know, and our, I say our team and it's, this is the, the level you can run a, a really successful Amazon, Amazon business. Um, like we have two, we have two domestic employees and two international uh, virtual assistants. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's, that's our entire Amazon operation. Mm-hmm. That's multiple million, multiple mm-hmm. millions of dollars. 
um, and, and kind of inside of a, a little downtown office. Mm-hmm. But that's our that's our interaction. Is is once a week our 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 team comes and talks to, talks about you know some of the challenges they're having or ideas mm-hmm. they have and. Uh, we over we guide that that kind of overall strategy, but on a day to day process, like we mm-hmm. have literally no role in implementation. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, and so that really makes me wonder, Dan. It's like, okay, so what do you do? You know, and and now, of course, the big thing is you have lots of you know free time to spend sure. with your family. That was was the whole goal of it. But from the business perspective. What do you do? Um, you know, how do you figure out what's going to be a new product? Sure. It just, I'm just so perplexed. <laughs> no, for us, it is, uh, you know, we, we use kind of like three little simple criteria that, okay. that, that determine if a product is a possible lead for us. Mm-hmm. And it is, number one, that it's not carried by Amazon. Ah. Like, you know, and, and, you know, if Amazon is the seller of a product, we don't mm-hmm. want to carry it. And there's a couple of different reasons. Mm-hmm. It's number one, Amazon's hard to, hard, they're hard to find mm-hmm. particularly. Right. Because um, they, they bump up the price. Be, to, to um, Oh, they'll like, fight you all the way down. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they're, they're hyper competitive. But the other, the other problem is, is whenever Amazon is a seller on a page, it makes it very hard to, to make changes to those pages. Like mm-hmm. you have to get different kinds of authorizations. Mm-hmm. And it makes our ability to help the brand almost nothing, mm-hmm. so, you know, or it makes it very, very difficult at the least for, for us to be able to help, mm-hmm. help them. So in those instances, like, you know, used to, used to, we would set up accounts and just try to sell products. But now our, our, our role is really, if we can't help people, we, we try not to work with them because mm-hmm. there's no, you know, there's nothing that's going to create that connection. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be just another, another buyer of products. Right. Um, so that's the first one is mm-hmm. that that the product um, is not carried by Amazon. The second mm-hmm. one is that it's carried by three, at least three sellers. And that mm-hmm. sounds like counterintuitive. We, you know, most people would be like, want to be mm-hmm. the only seller. And but the but the problem is that a lot of those single seller products are either existing exclusives mm-hmm. or uh, private label products. Mm-hmm. And private label products were developed so they could be the retailer. So we mm-hmm. don't really align, and we can't really, you know, we're we're not going to help them a whole lot in that mission. Mm-hmm. So. Again, we, we, we try not to work with people we can't help. Um, and then the, the, the last criteria is that the product has an established selling history. Mm. Um, you so know, you're not going to sell pet rocks or you know, those, those I might sell pet rocks. things. It's cr- <laughs> no, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like the, the amount of uh, crazy things that actually just sell particularly well right. on Amazon. Mm-hmm. No, we just don't do a lot of, mm-hmm. like I don't, I, don't, I don't make listings on Amazon and try to create the sales velocity. Mm-hmm. Like what we do is we like to look at, uh, at products that are already selling well. Mm-hmm. And because th- when you think there's about it- There's a market it, for it already. Exactly. And there's mm-hmm. a floor. Like mm-hmm. if I invest in this product and it's, you know, it's doing, let's say it's doing, you know, uh, $5,000 a month in sales, mm-hmm. that, that specific product. Mm-hmm. And it, it's been doing that for two, you know, two or three months, mm-hmm. five months, mm-hmm. six months. Well, it's it's probably going to do at least five thousand dollars in sales the next month, mm-hmm. so I can bank on that, right? Like I can right. assume that mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to just invest my money into a dead mm-hmm. product. Mm-hmm. Now, any changes I make that raise that are just a straight benefit, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, we want the we, we don't like to have products just just sitting there, and I don't like to launch products unless I'm doing it as a as a favor or to help one of the brands that we're working with. Um, because we, you know, we we come from that cash strap mentality, mm-hmm. like we've always had. Uh, you know, we've never had the just giant pile of cash to invest in products and mm-hmm. let them sit. Right. We want to, we want our money to be turning mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. so we can reinvest and, 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 and continue to you know make progress. Mm-hmm. 
Great. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the key is that it is just kind of a continual type of, of momentum, um, sure. you know, and, and because you don't want products that are just sitting, whether it's, you know, that you're fulfilling it yourself or that you've got it in, you know, one of Amazon's facilities, because that's just a waste. You know, that's and, dead and, money. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and and um, you know, and and so you're you're just thinking, okay, well, you know, what are we going to turn? Um, but you know, that that brings me to some some more questions. So you know, you're selling through Amazon. How and and you know, clearly their business model is that they get the money. <laughs> you know, and and you know, that's that's where that is. Sure. So then, how quickly do you get the money? Sure. Okay, so Amazon has automated payments set every two weeks. Oh, and it's just an ACH payment to your, right. to your bank account. Mm-hmm. So whenever you're, uh, you know, you're, you're selling your products on Amazon, you, mm-hmm. you ship it in. It depends where you're in, in that cycle, but, but every two weeks they just, whatever you, whatever you've sold mm-hmm. minus the fees that they take, they mm-hmm. go ahead and ship it to you, uh, via that ACH. Cool. So every two weeks, that's not bad. Because I'm sure a lot of people were thinking, yeah, right. They pay every month, every six months no, you know, no, and, and all of those. You know, and, and of course, they, they can't do that. It'd be nice if they could keep that money. You know, that's, that's, but, but they know that to keep people as their third-party sellers, they have to treat them well, which sure. means paying them quickly um, you know, and, and doing all of those various things. Now, you know, how, do you, how do you handle inventory? How do you know what's where and when you need to order more? Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, we use, we just use, a, like uh, before, you know, it would be us just manually like trying mm-hmm. to keep track of everything. Right. We got 10 of this. We sold nine of that. Hmm, we probably should order more. <laughs> probably should order some. Mm-hmm. No, we use, uh, we use uh, an, just an inventory planning software. That, that monitors our stock levels, looks mm-hmm. uh, looks at our, our our sales volume over the past thirty days, and mm-hmm. projects our, our our next orders. Mm-hmm. So, like, it'll say you need to order this pile of stuff, and then our employees go through and make sure that the computer didn't do something mm-hmm. crazy and right, right. displace the orders. Right now, do you figure out? Okay, you know, we need a bunch more in, say, Europe. Or, um, you know, out in, in Las Vegas. I mean, you know, do you have to figure all that out or does Amazon figure out, okay, this is, this is where we're going to, to distribute the, the uh, inventory? Sure. No, we, uh, you know, for, for what it's worth, we, we are 100% domestic too. Like we don't, oh, okay. uh, like we don't, we don't sell. It was, cra- it was crazy. We were actually getting ready to start selling into the UK because that market's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all, you know, a lot of the, the Amazon markets are just amazing to be in. It's just, there's so much opportunity. Right for us here. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were getting ready to ship our first shipment in. We had gotten our, everything set up and Brexit happened the day our, our shipment was going out. And we were like, no, 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 no. Stop. Stop. <laughs> like, we're, we're not, we're not doing any of this. Mm-hmm. We'll wait and see how this shakes out. And then we just kind of just really hadn't got started again. Right. doing. And yeah. It. Because that whole situation is still just what the heck's going on. But as far as the, you know, how, who determines where a product goes, mm-hmm. it's like Amazon will, like, let's say I tell Amazon, I have a, a hundred of these headphones or whatever mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm sending in. They'll tell me to send, you know, 60 to, uh, this warehouse, mm-hmm. uh, 30 here and 10 here or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and, and you know, you just, that's all you have to do is you have to pack those boxes full mm-hmm. of those items and then ship them out. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to handle them individually. Right. Well, and of course, when you're buying direct from the manufacturer, you tell them ship 60 here, 40 here. Exactly. You know, and, right. And, like and, I don't mm-hmm. ship 60 and right. 40. I mean, our, our manufacturers will do that. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Right. You know, and, and it, that's easy for them. I mean, you know, that's that's what they're used to doing anyway, because they're used to sending to distributors. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, so for them to, to just send, you know, the same product multiple places, that's not a, a problem at all. Right, right. right. You know, and, and I think maybe a lot of people don't realize that Amazon has all of these different locations, you know, where we're finally learning it as they're bidding on new locations and people are like, Oh, Oh, pick us, put, put your facility it, here. There's a reason they can deliver to you in an hour folks. It's because right. they're just down the street. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, you know, and, and so it's, you know, it's now granted, you know, some places it is going to take a little bit longer because it's, you know, more remote, but they're still pretty good. If you're a prime member, you know, they're not going to say, oh, sorry, Montana, you don't count, um, you know, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, they, they just do that. And, and then of course, with all the technology, um, I, you know, the, the drones and all of those things, I mean, it's just, it's, it's fascinating to watch Amazon and see what they're doing. Um, you know, I think one of the, the latest things that came out in the news this week was that they're um, uh, looking at fleets of uh, the electric vehicles, um, you know, all of those various things. And, and you know, because it, it makes sense for them to be good, you know, corporate citizens. But, you know, it's, it's also the wave of the future, you know, and, and so why not jump on it early? And, and of course, they have the money where they can say, okay, we're going to buy a thousand of these. Whereas sure. somebody else says, okay, I can buy two trucks. <laughs> you know? Right. But, but that, you know, that's the thing is if you look at how, how Amazon operates, they mm-hmm. are, they are, they are very, they are very far ahead mm-hmm. in terms of, of technology experimentation and things like that. And they are trying to constantly revolutionize e-commerce. Right. Like it, it wasn't very long ago that there was uh, somebody that was, that was talking to, to, to Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. and had uh they, they had mentioned, you know, how, how do you feel about how Amazon, like something, something about Amazon's performance. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you know, obviously we're doing great, but, um, you know, it, it's still just the first inning for us. Mm-hmm. Like right. that's, that's, that's mm-hmm. their view as this mm-hmm. is, you know, this is the early stage of e-commerce mm-hmm. and they're so, you know, they're, they're already thinking about mm-hmm. advanced delivery, like drones and all mm-hmm. the other, you know, crazy things mm-hmm. because they are hyper focused on, on providing the best mm-hmm. value to the consumer. And mm-hmm. that's why the marketplace will continue to grow. Right. Is like people who think Amazon, you know, is, is, is going away or, or has like, is not steady as, you know, mm-hmm. they're one of, they were the first trillion dollar company. Mm-hmm. They were the right. first company to hit that trillion mm-hmm. dollar valuation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like they are, you know, not going away. They are mm-hmm. continuing to to just blaze the trail in terms of uh, of e-commerce. Right. Well, you know, they figured out that people want convenience. Yep. You know, I want to be able to order something at one o'clock in the morning and have it arrive tomorrow, or you know, maybe even later in the week, depending on what it is. You know, and I I love mom and pop shops. You know, and and I love going into those, but. It, it doesn't always work, um, nope. you know, and, and especially for, you know, items that aren't specialty items. I think, you know, specialty items, you still want to go in, you want to touch them, you want to see them, you know, all those various things. But, you know, the, the things that, that you buy in bulk or, you know, all you know, that, that I don't have any of the Amazon buttons, but, you know, you get, you get down to where you don't have a lot of detergent and it just automatically orders it for you. How convenient is that? Well, not just that. It's their selection too. It's like, you know, you go into a lot of small shops and and you don't find exactly what you want or something like that. 
there's no way you can find not find right. what you want on Amazon. Oh, like yeah. they carry yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and even when you're going into the the you know the huge box retailers, there's still frequently you know much more selection on Amazon, and you know and it's easy. I mean, like, you know, I I have two things right now that I need to to box up to return because you know, both of them didn't work. Okay, you know, I just go online to Amazon. I say this didn't work, and I get the replacement, and I get the thing to to go to yep. Kohl's. Holy schmoly, did that ever simplify my life? Because there's a Kohl's down the street, um, you know, and and I return it, and and that is is what we're saying. You know, Amazon is so forward thinking that you know it's it's difficult to say I'm not going to do business with them, and you know, and so that is of course the purpose of the program today is to convince people to even think about it, you know, right. and whether it's a side hustle or it turns into this is what you do for a living, it is definitely something to, to be considering. Exactly. You know, you said it, you said it, if, if it's just, if it's just hearing about it and doing, you know, five minutes worth of research because you thought this was interesting. Mm-hmm. And that was the conversation that, you know, that Andrew had right. with me years mm-hmm. and years ago that mm-hmm. got that 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 mm-hmm. pulled me into Amazon mm-hmm. was like yeah that doesn't work mm-hmm. and then he's like no seriously it does you should mm-hmm. try it out and and mm-hmm. you know but it's it's just hearing about something that that sparks an interest and maybe this connects with with one of your listeners mm-hmm. right right oh my gosh we are at the top of the hour this has been so much fun and and of course what happens is I still have all these questions so you know I will definitely have to have you on again you know and especially because. Amazon is ever changing. Sure. Um, you know, and you never know. There might be something that comes along that that replaces it, or you know, and, and so then we'll have to talk about that. So we'll definitely have you on again. But in the meantime, Dan, how do people find you and connect with you and get your information? Sure. Uh, the well, first off, they can go to our Facebook page. It's it's facebook.com forward slash the wholesale formula. Um, or they can go check out our website at mm-hmm. the wholesale formula.com. Mm-hmm. And I had a link especially for you, but oh. I don't remember what it is off All the right. top of my head. Well, email it to me. We'll make sure I'll email it to the, you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I have a link especially for your audience. Mm-hmm. And I, I they, they I, I thought I had it on this notepad. That's all right. That's all so, right. We'll, we'll be able uh, to add it to the notes. But yeah, it, so what that is, is it's, it's 100% free and it mm-hmm. is just kind of like a, a downloadable guide that that's cool. a 30,000 foot overview mm-hmm. of our, of our business mm-hmm. where people can look at it and just understand kind of the, in, it, you know, the components of how mm-hmm. it operates. But, uh, you know, that's, that's our goal. That, that, mm-hmm. Honestly, that's our goal is we just want to uh, Amazon chain, uh, you know, Amazon and the, the, the ability to create a, a business mm-hmm. uh, changed my life so much and mm-hmm. so fun, like, you know, fundamentally that, that I just love being able to be able to talk about it and being mm-hmm. able to, to, to share that, that same kind of mentality, you know, that, right. that mindset and, mm-hmm. and open people's eyes to the mm-hmm. possibilities. Right. And, and of course, because Amazon is Amazon, it, it, nobody's really a competitor. I mean, you know, there's, there's enough for everybody is maybe the, sure. the easiest way to say that. So, no, right. I mean, exactly. And that's, that's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy because originally we, we had that, that slightly more, um, uh, less, less abundance, mm-hmm. less, less of an abundance mindset, mm-hmm. uh, I guess get more, more of a scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. And our, you know, I remember whenever we launched our course, we were like, ah, do you think this is like really going to hurt our sales? Like, mm-hmm. and 
Are we, we, we didn't away think the, so, mm-hmm. right? Like we didn't mm-hmm. think so, but you know, it, after we did like what it did is actually just increased our sales massively. Mm-hmm. And right. that was because we were working with all these new business owners mm-hmm. that have new cool ideas mm-hmm. that we get a test. And mm-hmm. you know, that's, that, that, that's what helped evolve right. our business. Right. So there's lots of room out there for everybody. Cool. I love it. Well, is there any final words you want to leave everyone with? No, I would just tell people to, you know, regardless of what, what, what business model you want to jump into or, or something that, that the, the first step is the hardest step, but it's also the one that, that, that can change your life. So, uh, you know, if you're passionate about something or if you want to make a change in your life, get started today and actually just do it. Perfect. I love it. Well, Dan, we will definitely have you on again. And until then, they can find information from you on thewholesaleformula.com. I am Deb Creer. I've been having a great time talking with Dan Medores. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.